welcome to the Fish Files Podcast. Here's your host, Sal Jurassic. Hello, Islanders fans, and welcome to episode one of Fish Files. I'm your host, Sal Jirasi. Pretty fitting that we start this episode the way we do after an Islanders loss of 4-1 to the Pittsburgh Penguins, but it's more fun that way. We get to uh, analyze deeper. If they won, it could have been a little boring first episode. You know, they lose 4-1. It's like a lot to analyze, a lot to go over, a lot to fix. So this podcast podcast is mainly about the New York Islanders, a little bit about the rest of the league. Um, I'm Sal Jirasi. Who am I? I played, I've been playing hockey pretty much my entire life. Uh, played for the Islanders organization at the Junior Islanders from bad ages 15 to 17. Um, I was looking to pursue a college career in hockey. However, I did get injured later in my career. It kind of prohibited me from... Uh, not moving on the way I wanted to. So I ended up going the baseball route. Uh, That's a story for another day. Uh, Big hockey fan, always been an Islander fan my entire life. Uh, Through the struggles, through the the brutal years, uh, it's nice to see that they finally can produce a winning hockey team thanks to Mr. Trotz, Mr. Lamorello, uh, some additions of rookies like Matt Barzell really taken off at a young age. Um, it's just nice to see if they finally have come around. Um, you know, Fish Files is, is going to be serious podcasts about the New York Islanders, a lot of info, a lot of breaking down of what they've been up to, what they're doing, uh, some betting recap. Um, would like to say, please go check out our Instagram. At, uh, it is Fish Files on the Instagram. That is Fish Files, F-I-S-H-F-I-L-E-S, pod, Fish Files pod. Uh, we do a lot of fun stuff on there. Uh, my producer, the fisherman, he loves to uh, throw in some funny memes. We do some uh, game recap, post-game Instagram lives, uh, some factual stuff such as betting, usually some game recap, just photograph game recap, and then usually it's the live recap followed by the podcast coming out every Monday and Friday. Like last night, uh, we blamed Leo Komarov for the loss, even though he didn't play, because uh, pretty much he, he should have been out there because that's how bad the game was. Um, love my Islanders, love Leo, but lately he's been uh, sinking the ship, as we say here at the Files Pod. So, um, Quick intro to the man to my right, uh, the fisherman. How uh, how are we doing behind there, fisherman? Ahoy, Salvatore! Yes, it is. Uh, it is good to be joining you on this maiden voyage uh, that you are doing here. It's going to be fun podcasting. I've never done a podcast before, so very excited to be joining you. More behind the scenes, but. You know, I'm I'm a fisherman, so I, I go out, I, I cast my reel and rod, I go out in Montauk Point. Uh, not many fish running these days in the winter, but, uh, you know, I, I get my waders on and go go at it. So I'll be doing that, but I'll, I'll also be helping you with the podcast and social media. Thank you, Mr. Fisherman. 
Mr. Fisherman will be joining us from time to time. He doesn't know much about hockey, but he definitely knows the ins and outs of fishing. I mean, you got to see this guy in the winter. You would think these uh, Islanders, they'd be good at catching fish with the knives on the bottom of their heels uh, going across water sources. But um, I have not seen any of them catch fish, uh, so we'll, we'll see how this goes. Yes, we'll see. If they take an early exit this year in the playoffs, maybe we'll see them out there with their skates stabbing I think I've seen crowds. Andrew Ladd catching tarpon in the offseason, so maybe, maybe we can talk to him about that. I don't know. I mean, I just love fish. We can, uh, we can see if Andrew Ladd will come on. Maybe message him on Instagram or whatever. Not sure what he's up to nowadays. Certainly not too much hockey. Uh, all right, let's get started. So let's start with a little recap of last night's game just because a lot to go over, a lot to analyze. Very poor performance by our Islanders. Uh, no, not, not worried about it. They came off a 5-0-3 stretch. Uh, last night puts them at 8-5-3. Uh, and three. So, listen, I mean, they're tied with three teams for second place, 19 points. Philly, Washington Islanders all sit at 19 points. Philly comes in at 8-3-3, three and three, Washington at 8-4-3, and three, and the Islanders at 8-5-3. and three. So The Islanders have two games at hand on Philly, one in Washington. I mean, we're still working out the kinks a little bit. We need uh, – you know, that 5-0-3 stretch, it wasn't very pretty. I mean, we did have some very strong games. However, I will say that I wasn't necessarily pleased with either game against Buffalo. I mean, Sorokin really kind of put an exclamation point on the game, getting his first career shutout and win. But um, other than that, it was, you know, like, last night kind of proved it to you. Last night, they just didn't have it, and it kind of showed in that last Buffalo game. You know, early in the first, you got Sidney Crosby just coming across the crease like it's, it's his business to be there. And Kasperi Kapanen decides to shoot a weak wrist shot at the net, and I think I saw a post on Twitter today. Just shoot it at Crosby's stick, and you'll get a goal. The guy is incredible. He finds the back of the net no matter where he is. I mean, I don't even think he had two hands on the stick. It just – he was just there. He's always there. He's always in the way. I mean, it's pretty fitting that in his 999th game, he gets, you know, another multi-point game. He'll be uh, celebrating his 1,000th game on Saturday when the Islanders take on the Penguins again. So congrats to Sidney Crosby, uh, if you're listening. Um, so, yeah, Islanders get off to a tough start. Sezikis kind of tries to get them back in the game with a fight. He had a little vengeance on Tanev. I mean, last game, I don't know if anybody saw, he, Tanev hit him with a pretty strong cross-check in the midsection, and Sezikis was not too happy about it. Uh, you could definitely see that in last night's game, Sezikis was, was out to get him. I mean, Tanev knew it, he had it coming. Sezikis knew where he was going with it, and Tanev was pretty – Pretty ready for the fight. He did not back down, back down, Brock down, Brock Nelson. He did not back down because he knew. He knew it was his fault. He knew he was ready to go. So that was good to see from Casey. I think it was his third fight of his career. Maybe, maybe a little more. than. No, I'm sorry. It was his ninth fight of his career. They said it last night during the game. Um, not all negative last night, though. Uh, I will say, newsflash, Oliver Wallstrom is good. Uh, He's here to stay, in my opinion. I think 
you know, he showed some good signs again last night. I mean, they compare him to people like Alexander Ovechkin. Not that he is as offensively skilled as Ovechkin. He plays the game like Ovechkin. He throws hits. He's not afraid to get dirty. And if there's one thing I really love about Mr. Wallstrom, it's he shoots the puck. He shoots constantly. I mean, last night we got outshot in the third period. I think it was like 15 to 2 or something, something crazy like that. And here's Oliver Wallstrom just firing at all angles. So I'm, you know, happy to see that. Happy to see him here to stay, hopefully. Um, but that's just the bottom line. We're not going to win a lot of hockey games because we can't we – have, we have a very hard time – it sounds dumb, but we have a very hard time scoring. I mean, we're around the net constantly the first two periods, and we have literally nothing to show for it. I mean, it doesn't matter about how many chances you get. you got to bury the puck. I mean, we – I think we had a 30-second span of two two-on-ones and a breakaway. I don't even think we hit the net. I mean – Tough analysis here, but, I mean, it showed last night. The Islanders, listen, the Islanders are very good. It's very tough to play against them. They have incredible, incredible setup with four lines. I mean, their fourth line is the best fourth line in the league by far. Um, Their first line, skilled guys. Second line, you know, second line works hard. Third line works hard. It's just very tough to play against them. Very tough. But they do need to improve on the offense a little bit, I think that they are around the net too much with, you know, nothing, nothing to show for it. They, they dominated the first and second period of last night's game. And, you know, they were losing the whole time. It felt like they were losing the whole time. They just didn't really present any top-notch scoring chances. So maybe we could work on that a little bit in practice. Uh, too much from the perimeter, in my opinion. Uh, who knows? That maybe They'll pick it up again. They've been hot. They've been good. They were due for a clunker last night. Toss it in the garbage and move on. Um, had a good opportunity to get back in the game after that second goal uh, by the Pittsburgh Penguins. Pittsburgh goes up 2-0. We take a penalty. And Butch said it in an intermission. We need a shorthanded goal to get back in this game. And right away, Mr. Pajot, Mr. Pajot train, steals the puck and goes ahead full steam. And Clutterbuck just can't bury the puck off the bar. I think Clutterbuck was celebrating in the crease uh, when uh, Pittsburgh was going down on a three-on-one on a power play. So uh, it was a very nice play, very nice shot, but got to bear down when you're that close. You know, Jari coming in at three, three and one. He's very good against us. There's a few goalies in the league that are very good against the Islanders, no matter what, no matter what kind of streak we're on. I mean, Jari is one of them. Georgiev of the Rangers is another one. Uh, it's very tough to very tough to get offense going, especially when the goalie you know is has had success against you. So you got to really crash the net. I know the Islanders. Like Andrews Lee is always in front. I mean, you got to get those kind of goals against that team. They are very skilled offensively, and you just can't fall behind two or three nothing. Uh, third period, slow third. Uh, not much from the Islanders in the third. The game was pretty much over after they made it three nothing. Uh, you could see it from the guys; they were a little gassed. I mean, rightfully so. They've they've been working hard. They've had a lot of games back to back against Buffalo. Uh, you know, it's just tough when you lose to a you know to a team in your conference this year. I mean only playing conference games, could have gained four points on the Penguins last night. Instead, they get two on us, and now we got to figure out a way to get at least a point on Saturday. Uh, the late goal by Nelson, Letty, and Bailey. 
It was a garbage time power play goal. I mean, kind of brought the Islanders a little life for about 30 seconds, but the game was pretty much in the bag at that point. You know, beautiful pass, beautiful passing from Letty to Bailey to Nelson in front. Bailey knew exactly where Nelson Nelson was going to be. I mean, it's like they practiced that over and over. I'm sure they have on the power play. Power play doesn't look too bad, in my opinion. I mean, they're moving the puck well. They're getting some shots. Jari, you know, Jari stood on his head a little bit last night. I mean, not much action, but, you know, he made the saves when he needed to make the saves. That game could have easily been 2-1. And then, you know, who knows what happens after that. I mean, the Islanders, you know, the Islanders, late push. I mean, they're good at the late push. So, who knows? Could have tied the game, at least gotten a point. But, you know, Jari stood on his head a little bit. That was, a you know, no chance for him on that goal by Nelson. It was a little bit of a garbage time power play. Uh but what are you going to do? Islanders' eight-game eight point streak comes to an end, unfortunately. I mean, not a big deal. Eight-game point streak, pretty good. I was looking, looking to see if we could uh, repeat last year's 17. What was it? The Fishermen, what was it, 17 games last year? Uh, I, I believe so. It was 17, uh, 17 games. 17. But 17. Now, I, I, have a, I have a suggestion. I, I, I know we got a little chippy there at the end of the game. Um, you know, and we're talking about maybe Kiefer Bellows. He didn't have a, his best game as a pro, but um, could you see maybe Roscoe? I've seen him on the Port Jeff Ferry sometimes uh, coming from, you know, I'm on my boat in the sound pretty often. And I think I saw him on the ferry. I think he's a player for the Islanders. I think he's a big fella. I think maybe you bring him in on Saturday uh, in for Kiefer. What do you think about that? I'm in. I mean, Kiefer, you know, Kiefer, listen, Kiefer had a tough game last night. There's no way around it. You saw the quotes from Mr. Trotz post game. You know, Kiefer has skill. He's, he's good, but, you know, you got to prove yourself at this level. I mean, Oliver comes in, plays really well. Dal Cole comes in, plays pretty well. Kiefer, it was Kiefer's chance last night. And, you know, he didn't have that strong of a game. Big minus on his board. Um, shot one up to, up to Lou and Boychuk on a two-on-one in the suite. So, yes, I could totally see them bringing him in on, on the weekend game, see what he could bring to the table because, you know, got to find that solution to that empty slot that we have. And, unfortunately, right now, Kiefer is definitely not the answer. So, like I said, the eight-game point streak comes to a close. We will look to, you know, start a new one on Saturday when we take on Pittsburgh again. We play them six more times. Uh, we're going to look to you know, look to score early. It took us more than two periods to score last night. Not what you want to see. Not what you want to see. Uh, so last night we took uh, took a little bet on the Islanders. Uh, we took a team total, which is, for those who don't know, it's the Islanders must score over the team total. So the bet last night was Islanders over two and a half goals. We took it. We've been, we've been riding that for the past, uh, the past eight game streak here. We've been riding it because, you know, the Islanders look pretty good. They look pretty offensive after that skid they had early on. So we took it again last night and uh, you know, all good things come to an end. So last night, the Islanders just struggled offensively. Um, did not put up the three goals. So the bet was not hit. So we're 0 for 1 to start on the podcast. Uh, I did take a uh, money line bet on the Islanders as well, but that's going to be pretty much every game. You know, I, I'm all in on the team, so I'm never not going to take them Take them straight up money line. Uh, 
rarely do I take them puck line minus one and a half because they're a team, you know, they're a team that usually wins by one, not two. I mean, they struggle scoring empty net goals. They don't really focus on the empty net. So I think they have, I think they have one empty net goal this year. So, I mean, and it was Andrews Lee with 0.3 seconds left. I mean, like I said, I'm always going to be taking the money line bet because, you know, these are the boys. These are, you ride with the boys, whether they win or lose. Uh, But we will be, posting on the Instagram the bets that I'm taking um the bets that I suggest um maybe even some other bets from around the league any locks that I have uh unfortunately the team total was unsuccessful last night but hey that's just the name of the game they put up one and you lose if you get in the three goals you have a pretty good chance of winning especially with Varlamov and Sorokin back there I mean we have one of the best goaltending duos in the league in my opinion I know Sorokin's a young goalie, um, but he's getting his feet wet. I mean, he had a shutout the other night against Buffalo. He looked incredible. I mean, he looked like – he looked just as good as Varlamov in that game. Varlamov is arguably the, the hottest goalie in the league to start, um, aside from a few other big names in Vasilevsky, Rask, et cetera. But, you know, Varlamov looks to be one of the hottest goalies to start, and if Sorokin can come off that – and you know, get us to pick us up a win or two each week whenever he plays. I know he's up and down from the taxi squad. That's just strictly for roster moves. We got Schneider on the bench. Schneider, a good veteran goaltender to have on the bench, you know, give Varlamov a rest if the game goes south. But, I mean, besides besides Schneider, I think Varlamov and Sorokin are probably definitely a top three, top four tandem in the league. Um, you could just see it. Night in and night out, Varlamov is a very confident goaltender. Very confident. When he's playing well, he's playing incredible. When And it's hard to, you know, really analyze Sorokin this early. Islanders have given him absolutely zero offense when he's been in the net. But against Buffalo, you know, you give him a little bit of offense and you see what it does for his confidence. I mean, he was all over the crease. His angles were perfect. Playing the puck. Uh now, flashing the leather multiple times against the Sabres. I mean, he shut the Sabres down completely. He was probably, the, honestly, the main reason why we won that game. We didn't play that great. I mean, he was incredible. So it's nice to see that the Islanders have a tandem like those two. Um, probably see Varlamov again on Saturday. I don't see Sorokin getting any action the rest of this week. But who knows, maybe early next week if Trotz is happy with his play against Buffalo. How could you not be? Uh might see him early next week. Uh, all right, so let's go into Pittsburgh a little bit. I mean, Pittsburgh is, you know, we play them again on Saturday. We just played them last night. Pittsburgh is, is a sneaky good team. I mean, their record really doesn't show. I mean, 8-6-1, and one, they're a little behind us, a couple points behind the Islanders. They definitely definitely are sniffing the playoffs after last night's, last night's win. But, um no, the Penguins are a good team. They got some young guns. They got some, they got some grinders, believe it or not. Penguins, you never really think of the Penguins as a grinding team, but, but guys like Tanev, Kasperi Kapanen, you got some dirty, dirty-ish players. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember Kasperi Kapanen hitting Boychuk up high. That was really the, uh, the telltale for Boychuk when he realized that he could not see uh, what he was needing to see, what he said. Um, you know, it's not, not too safe when you don't see things coming on the ice. I mean, especially especially in your right eye. Uh, it's not definitely not safe to be out there when you don't think you can see all you need to see. Kasperi Kapanen got him up high last year. Pretty much put an end to his career. Um, 
great career for Boychuk. Uh, uh, now he's sitting upstairs next to Lou in the suite, and you know he's him and Lou are going back and forth, feeding great, great insight to each other. Boychuk was a longtime player in this league, um, so it's nice to see him still around. But um, yeah, Kasperi Kapanen and hitting Barzell last night from behind into the boards. I mean, that was a dirty hit. He, he uh, he's been been dirty for quite some time now and but you know that's how some guys play that's their that's what that's what he does they have some grinders like him like I said Tanev fighting Sezikas last night so they're not just gonna skill you they got I mean they got obviously they got Malkin Crosby Latang, all these skill players who I mean on the power play it's like tic-tac-toe back of the net I mean it's always been that way for them they've always been skilled that way so uh, Pittsburgh's not going to be too easy of a game. You know, they're going to beat you 3-2, 5-4. Last night they put a little hurting on us, but they're not going to kill you. They're going to they're gonna skill you. They got Crosby, like I said, playing in his 1,000th game on Saturday, and he is an Islander killer. He averages a goal every other game against the Islanders in his career, which is pretty incredible stat. I mean, uh that's, you know, that's tough to do, especially against one specific team. And this has been his entire career. It's never, it's never been, you know, he's never missed out. So Penguins, pretty good team. Um, you know, they're going to scale you, like I said. They'll definitely, definitely be a tough go against them. Um, so let's, uh, let's go around the league for a sec, around the division, see, uh, see what other teams are up to. Because, like I said, it's a close race in the East. Very close race. Uh, Boston sits at the top with 22 points there, 10-3-2. I mean, Boston is an absolute wagon. Boston, Boston just has a tough time losing. Like, even when they play bad, they have a tough time losing. They win pretty much night in and night out, unless they're playing the Islanders. I mean, the Islanders have beaten them twice in regulation this year which is a pretty incredible feat considering Boston's at the top, almost at the top of the league in points. I mean, they're just behind Toronto for points in the league. Uh, so when you play Boston like the Islanders do a couple more times, it's, it's going to be a tough grind. Uh, Philly sits behind them in second with 19 points. Philly two games short of most of the teams in the league due to a COVID outbreak that they hit. Um, they're another team. I mean, we played them last year in the playoffs. You saw how that went. Islanders – scrapped with them just a little bit better but you know eight three and three to start you know they just got back some of their big guns as well so another tough team uh Washington sits at eight four and three 19 points tied with the Islanders and Philly they have we have a game at hand on them so uh, you know what you know what Washington's gonna bring they got Ovechkin they got Kuznetsov they got two good goalies you know what they're gonna bring physical their power play with Carlson Backstrom you know it's pretty pretty clear what they're going to bring. They don't have any secrets. And then you got the Islanders sitting in fourth at eight, five, and three, uh, 19 points. Like I said, that's gotta be a little better in my opinion at this time of the year. Um, listen, we've played well, but that skid that we had definitely slowed us down. I mean, we could have been, we had a good, a decent span at the beginning of the year. We could have been, you know, pushing for Boston at this point. We're only two wins in regulation away from Boston. So. It's good to see, but I'd I, I like to see a little bit better from our boys. Uh, we already went over Pittsburgh. We've got the Devils coming in at 11 games. They played no games for a long stretch. And then they come out last night and put a whooping on Boston. I mean, 
I don't know. They're pushing for the playoffs. They only got 14 points. But like I said, they only have played 11 games. So realistically, their record at 6-3-2 is pretty good. I mean, Blackwood is, a, you know, one of the best goalies in the league, in my opinion. So that is not an easy game anymore. Those guys, those guys have some young players, some good players. And that, that's definitely not going to be an easy game for any team in the conference. Uh, uh, the Rags sitting at 7th, 13 points. And we have one game at hand on them. They're off to a very tough start. Uh, five, seven, and three. Um, they're not an easy game by any means, but, you know, they're definitely a little better than that. So we'll see what, we'll see what they do in the near future. And then in eighth, we got Buffalo. We saw Buffalo the last two games. Buffalo, 13 games, big COVID stretch for them as well. Uh, four, seven, and two. I mean, we saw what they were. They have skill. They're pretty good. Uh, I don't think they're a last place team by any means. They look, they'll look to pick it up uh, coming up in the near future. All right, so that's the little skate around the conference, uh, around the East. Uh, it's, East is probably one of the best divisions, in my opinion. I mean, they – I mean, night in and night out, it's a battle with any team. So, it's never going to be an easy game. Uh, we'll see what the Islanders can do Saturday against Pittsburgh. I mean, got to pick up some points on the teams below them. Uh, a little early to tell betting-wise on Saturday's game, but, I mean, like I said, I'm going to take the Islanders. I think that they're a good money line pick, uh, usually putting together a good enough game to shut down the other team. So we're going to ride that. Uh, we'll let you know about the team total, et cetera, any props that we have um, for that game coming up. Uh, we actually have a couple questions here from some supporters. Um, give a quick shout out, quick shout out to Large Bastard. He, poor guy, just off of uh, some surgery, just got out of the hospital. Hope he's doing well. Uh, his question is, where are the Islanders going to be at the end of the season based on their performance right now? So based on their performance right now, I see them definitely making the playoffs at least. I mean, there's, in my opinion, the way they're playing right now, there's no way they get shut out of the playoffs. So um, I could definitely see them, you know, putting in some, putting in some points now, especially, especially in these upcoming games and getting a little bit of a lead. They do have a tendency to, um, kind of fold at times but I think that they'll definitely be in the playoffs maybe even a top seed we'll, we'll see it's a tight race right now but um I can almost see, see it being a similar finish as last year with Philly being right there you know Boston kind of running away with it Capitals being right there and then we'll see the playoffs playoffs were the playoffs last year I mean they had a good run the teams are very competitive and maybe we'll see a little stronger push from uh, the Penguins and the Capitals this year in the playoffs but who knows um all in all, though, pretty good start to the year. And, um, you know, what do you say, Fisherman? I think they look pretty good to start. We'll look to add some points on Saturday. I mean, I would hope uh, we could go, you know, get some fish uh, when the uh, when the tarps start running and when the, you know, the blue fish are out. But if they go to the playoffs, they go to the playoffs. I mean, what can you do? I'll fish by myself still. I'll still be here. So we'll see. I think they look good from what I've been seeing. But, um, you know, I would like to go see uh, some fish with them. But who knows? The fisherman, the fisherman doesn't, uh, doesn't care too much about the playoffs because when he's here with us, the fish are running. So 
He um he's more focused on the tarp. The tarp. I just saw big... I just saw a fish jump out my window during this call. I mean, you're really taking me away from my real passion. All right, all right. I'll let you get back to fishing. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, the fisherman's got a date with the with what was it? A trout out there? Oh, I I, I they're small bait fish. It's not nothing too big these days. Waters are very cold around Long Island right now, right. but. You know. All right. So we'll let the fisherman go catch his bait, freeze it for future fishing endeavors. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, very fun doing the first episode of the podcast with you. Check out our Instagram. It's Fish Files Pod. And uh, next episode comes out Monday. And uh, we'll keep you updated. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>